Welcome to episode six of the Biz Owner 360 series. I'm your host, Brett Trainer. As a quick reminder for first-time listeners, each episode of the series will focus on a single topic. I'll be guest-free, and what I want to do is give you the tactics and strategies to help you grow your business to 10 million. Each episode builds off the previous one, but you don't have to listen in order to follow along. Each episode is designed to be a standalone episode, but I would recommend listening to them in order. So just as you recall, Episode five, I covered the concept and strategy of creating alignment in the organization, I should say, at, in the, at the organizational level, as well as the offering level. I mean, this is the foundation of your messaging, your positioning, your differentiation. This is the core value that you're providing to your customer. So once that's done, the next critical aspect and the one that will separate, right, if you're stuck at a half million or a million revenue trying to get to 10 million, is the ability to connect with your ideal prospects. I mean... You can't do that, I and mean, there's just no way you can do that on one-on-one. You could bring in 10 salespeople. They all hit quota. They can grow your business incrementally, but unless you're reaching you know, folks digitally and where they're at, it'd be really hard to scale, right? You can't go from incre- incremental just by one-on-one sales. So today we'll talk about uh, kind of the concept and the overview of how to connect with your customers and... Um, kind of some strategies to think about as you go through the process. Because if you can't get this right, enabling your customers and enabling your buying process isn't going to matter if you don't have folks coming through the process. So it's going to be critical you get this one right. And quite honestly, this is where a lot of time, money is wasted by a lot of companies because they're just winging it, right? And this is not an area you want to wing it. Again, as I've said before, this isn't rocket science, but have a plan. And what I want to do today is kind of outline what that framework of a plan would look like and give you some different ideas of, of how to think about it. But, you know, the first, and if you've been a listener, even a longtime listener, you know, you know I've, you've, I've shared this stat that, you know, only 3% of your ideal customers are in buy now mode. And that stat's courtesy of the demand gen group. And I believe it. So even if it's 5% or 10%, you think about the implications of that, right? At any given point, your ideal customers or prospects only three of them are, they're 3% are ready to, to buy now. And it's like finding a needle in the haystack, right? To find those folks that are ready. So the key is to find these folks before they're ready to buy, build a relationship, and then be there for them when they are ready to buy. And I think the, the best way to kind of think about this, I used the analogy earlier in one of the episodes about the used car, right? And how digital first and it changed that industry. You know, this is very similar to uh, dating. And I know some of the hardcore demand gen folks in my network are probably going to cringe. But, you know, to me, it, it, at the simplest level, it's it's true, right? You think about when you're starting to date. I've been married for a while, so that hasn't been the issue. But you, you think about that process. It's right. You know, somebody may find you on a dating app, right? You're out there. You're on one of the apps that people that you're looking for, looking to meet share similar interests, just as you're looking at with your prospects, you want to be where your prospects are. And since this is a B2B podcast, most uh, one good platform is obviously going to be LinkedIn, but it's but it's not the only one and not the only way to do it. But think about it, say you're out there on the dating app. What's the first thing that, you know, potential match is going to look for? They're going to go check out your social media profiles, man, is who he has, he or she on her profile match what's on the the social, right? Is it is it consistent with what that is? Guess what? Your prospects are going to do the same thing, right? They 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 hear of you on a 
podcast or may see you know an article or a referral from somebody they're going to go check your 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 social your web page to make sure you know you are who you say you are right that's really kind of the first step and at that point right if there's a disconnect and it's get it's going to be really hard to overcome that but assuming still looks interesting you know you may set up a you know phone conversation for a quick introduction just to see if the similarity is there and if it makes sense and then ultimately if you maybe get a you know a coffee date at this point in time think of a coffee date as a you know a demo or maybe a little bit deeper dive in, into a discussion and the number one problem most sales people i shouldn't say most i'm painting a broad brush a lot of sales folks make is right they ask that coffee date to get married right there which makes no sense it's not going to happen they're not ready for that and i think if you think about where that process goes right you know it's a coffee date then you go on a proper date if you will then multiple dates and, and really what's happening is, is you're building trust you're building a relationship between the two of you and it's the same thing with the prospect right different obviously approaches but the idea and the concept is very similar you want the prospect to have confidence in you as the person as you as the company so again when they're ready to take that next step right to get serious and to buy right you've already you know laid the, the groundwork and again you're going to shorten that sales cycle as much as possible so I know the topic today was really around connect and connecting at first, and I kind of outlined and went into the enablement process, you know, a little bit. But, you know, the key with the connect is you want to be where your ideal match is going to be. And if you're not, then it's going to be much more difficult to find those ideal customers. The second is, man, you got to be providing value, right? Every engagement, every interaction, there's got to be some value for that prospect, right? You're not selling right away. You're like, hey, I'm here to solve the problem. This is how other folks have done it. And you go from there. I think, you know, I've had a couple of guests recently that kind of highlighted and outlined some really good approaches to the demand side, right? And connecting with folks, Chris Walker of Refine Labs, you know, it's kind of revolutionizing the way, you know, folks think about digital marketing and spend. He focuses a little bit more on, on higher end companies. Uh, but the concept is the same. Sean Rosensteel, who I had on more recently, also talked about the same thing, right, with the digital. And I think one of the concepts I really like and what he outlined is, you know, in the old days, I say old day five, six years ago with paid ads, you could go transactional, right? Say, hey, buy now. It doesn't work that way. But, and you've probably heard this before, that SEO long tail game, you know, get people to come to your website. You show up on search results organic, 100% you want to do that, but there's some ways you can help accelerate that. And that's where, where Sean came on and educated and said, back in the old days, you'd buy paid ads and it'd be transactional, but now the paid ads could help you accelerate your SEO. So it's, it's a longer tail game. It's all about value. It's all about being consistency and connecting. And there's some other you know less utilized channels that I think are could be super effective, you know, for, for comes leverage, including channel partners, right? So if you're in an industry and you have somebody that provides a complimentary product selling into the same customers, it's becoming more and more frequent or common for those companies potentially to work together, especially if you can build that relationship. So the connect is there's multiple ways to do it. And I think my, my biggest takeaway for you in this is don't just wing it. You've got to test it, but have a plan and think about it you know, without rushing through. And again, this is where so much time money is wasted from companies. And again, if you take it simple, test, 
you'll be able to grow it. It's really what the bottom line is. You you want to have your customers and prospects reaching out to you because you did a great job digitally making them and building that relationship while they're in charge, right? Or running and doing their research and ultimately driving in. And that, that will be the key from going one-to-one to one-to-many and helping you accelerate that, that revenue growth. And so next episode, what I want to dig into is that enablement process. So, hey, you did a great job with Connect. You've got people coming, you know, often I've seen companies that, hey, they actually did a good job. People are, customers, prospects are reaching out, but they've got one part-time person that's kind of processing through leads and facilitating and doing follow-up. And you got one opportunity. If somebody reaches out and takes you three days to return a call or a message, yeah, you've really lost, especially if there's any other alternatives in your space. So next, next episode, we'll dig into a little bit of the enablement process. So we'll talk about the lead. Right, the prospect or buyer enablement. How do you align around the buyer's process once you get the connect? And then a little bit of time on customer enablement. So I think that's the other disconnect a lot of companies have is hey, I've sold this customer, let's throw them over the fence, let's go get the next the next you know prospect to buy. And there's a real big opportunity with being able to help those customers unlock the value of your product or service, because then they become your biggest advocates and two. You keep them for long term, right? If you're churning customers, you got to sell even more to, to cover the, the customers that you've lost. So we'll get into a little bit of that next week and then ultimately wrap that part up with, with this, the support side. So again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the, uh, the time. And if you do enjoy this, do share it with, you know, with your friends or colleagues that might find interest in this and, uh, follow or share on your favorite podcast platform as well. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you and have a great day.